Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Well, hey there. Welcome to the final Simple Pin Podcast episode of 2020. We are going to recap all that we have learned about Pinterest in 2020. If you don't know me, if this is the first time you're here, my name is Kate All, and I'm the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management and marketing company. We help people find and convert their perfect person on Pinterest. So today we are going to recap the craziness that we have seen on Pinterest, what we have learned and what we have seen. Pinterest has soared to over 400 million users, their stock has increased, and the value of the platform has become more and more appealing as people leave in droves from Facebook. So we're going to recap all the great features and all the changes they've added. But first, I want to give you something totally free. And that is our Keyword Planner Guide. This is a new freebie that we're giving you. It is a 18-page planner to help you choose the right keywords for your niche, to also help you figure out how to keyword seasonally and create your top pillar keywords for your brand. So you can get this totally free by going to simplepinmedia.com slash keyword. Again, that's simplepinmedia.com slash keyword. So make sure you get that for free. We do still have our flagship planner. It's just a little bit in the background. Instead of updating that for 2021, we wanted to give you something totally new. So again, that is our keyword planner guide. Go to simplepinmedia.com slash keyword. All righty. Let's dive into Pinterest in 2020. Well, I think we can all say... We really didn't see that coming. So it definitely caught us off guard. It was something that, um, you know, we haven't seen a pandemic in 100 years. So a lot has changed, obviously, in those 100 years and a lot changed this year. I love this recap from TechCrunch. It was super helpful. So I want to read it to you to sum up what we saw. They said, in the early days of the pandemic, Pinterest reported record usage when the company saw more searches and saves globally in a single March weekend than ever before in its history, and as a result of its usefulness as an online organizational tool. This growth has continued throughout 2020. In October, Pinterest stock jumped on strong earnings after the company beat on revenue and user growth metrics. The company brought in $443 million in revenue versus its $383 that was expected and grew its monthly active users to $442 million versus the $436 million they were expecting. Outside of the coronavirus impacts, much of this growth was due to the strong international adoption, increased ad spend from advertisers boycotting Facebook, and a surge of interest from users looking for iOS 14 home screen personalization ideas. Safe to say, Pinterest has had an amazing, amazing year. So let's go through it kind of line by line and what we saw in 2020. Here were a few of the changes that were rolled out. The trends feature, you can get that by going to trends.pinterest.com. They went beyond just reporting about the US trends. They included the UK and Canada. Super beneficial and incredibly helpful. 
Pinterest also launched the Shopify app with the verified merchant program to make it easier for catalog uploading. That was such a pain for shop owners. They had to have the spreadsheet and all these other things. And we have a podcast about the verified merchant program and some of those bumps along the way too. So we'll link to that in the show notes. Also, video traffic increased three times over the previous year. We saw users report that these video views were just really, really rocking for them and they were getting clicks. Here's an interesting thing to note. These are changes that have happened since the pandemic started. On March 24th, they launched the Today tab. That is where you open up the app, you see at the top what is happening today. In fact, I'm opening up my browser now. It now says for you, today, following, and then it goes into keywords. That Today tab was a way to help us feel connected with new projects we were to start in the moment. It was kind of this daily feature. March 26th was the Verified Merchant Program. That's when it was launched And there was a lot of conversation about how it was clunky at first. It was hard to get verified. And for digital programs, it didn't seem like it was an option. And just so you know, for your reference, if you go to simplepinmedia.com slash 220, this is episode 220, weird 2020 recap too. Um, You can find the links to all of these updates and when they happen. So you can read more about them. On April 7th, Pinterest launched new ways to shop on Pinterest and to be able to discover other retailers. So for shop owners in March and April, it was such a huge time to get this verified merchant program and to get it figured out. There was lots and lots of clunky things that were happening. In May, on May 6th, they added this organized feature using dates and notes. That seemed like more of a user feature. Well, it was a user feature. We, I haven't seen many people use that. Um, it fe- I used it one time for one project to just see how it worked, but I haven't even thought of it since. On June 1st, Pinterest launched the Shop tab. So you can see we have this buildup of verified merchant programs and ways to discover. And then as they're getting that figured out, they launched the Shop tab. And um, lens visual search results. So there was able to have this interconnectedness between if somebody was to take a picture of something, it would show up in a shop. On July 10th, we had the great algorithm change, which I know everybody loves. And that was when they really wanted to diversify content for users because we had just seen also this soft launch of story pins in June. We really thought June 1st was going to be the time that they launched story pins because we knew they had been in beta. But actually what ended up happening was they went more with the shop information or the shop utilization. And so on July 10th, they said, hey, we have these story pins and video pins, but nobody's looking at them. So we're going to slowly drip them into people's feeds. We're going to change up the algorithm a little bit um, with this diversification. At the end of July, July 31st, Gen Z, Millennial and Men grew dramatically on Pinterest. And there's an article about that. So you can go read it. In fact, the number one question I get at conferences is, do men actually use Pinterest? Yes, they do. This answers that question. On August 11th, Pinterest announced inclusive product updates. So that was to be more um, diversified on the platform, ways to match up with skin tone, especially when it came to beauty. 
September 23rd is the official announcement of story pins, even though several of you had been doing them or had received them um, even well before that. We do know if for those of you who are listening in the UK, you had them just like we had them. And then they went away, just like they went away for us. But they came back for us and they have yet to come back for you. For some people, we know some have gotten them and some have not. Even though you have accepted the invitation, you have told them you want them. And just know they're still going to continue to roll out. And then October 20th, we see this massive sweep to business profile changes. We saw it get smaller. We saw the tabs just become created, saved, and then shop if you had a shop feature. And some of you who still have tried it, you have tried there too as well. So just in this time, I mean, let me count here. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten updates just since the end of March. And it has been significant from the changing the way that we shop on Pinterest to an algorithm change to international growth to story pins and to business profile changes. It has been a lot. So what changes did we see this year that are likely to be what happens in 2020 stays in 2020? Number one would be early holiday searching isn't going to be as dramatic as in 2021. So let's talk a little bit about that. So Pinterest almost doubled in their users um, and that massive traffic surge that a lot of us experienced in March and April. And then we saw people searching in July and June for Christmas. So what this means is that there's this massive wave that came March through June and still is going. And so you have these early searches, something like um, holiday searching will be not as early in 2021. Pet related searches, pet stuff. I mean, I know that the shelters here totally empty. And I know so many people have gotten new cats, new dogs, new animals as people are home. So you probably won't see the pet related searches quite as strong in 2021. Also, I don't know if we'll get this doubling in user effect in 2021. So these are things I think that are very characteristic to 2020. Early holiday searching won't be as dramatic next year, not as many pet-related searches, doubling in user traffic, and massive traffic surge in March or April. So when you're analyzing your Pinterest traffic in 2021, when you're looking at the numbers, make sure you take into consideration what happened in March and April. We saw people's traffic quadruple. That probably won't happen again. So those are the things that are most likely to stay in 2020. So what changes did we see this year that may become the new norms on Pinterest? One, shopping online. I mean, I'm recording this actually on Cyber Monday, just a few weeks before this comes out. And I will tell you that all the predictions, all the things that I'm reading is that this Cyber Monday will be unlike any other Cyber Monday we've had in the past. And the billions of dollars that are spent online this year alone is astronomical. There are specific growth in demographics of Gen Z and then even boomers embracing shopping online. So Pinterest really, really making their shopping platform that much more friendly and easy to use was definitely in their best interest because we saw this massive flood. In fact, I read an article that said with the iOS 14 update, 
more Gen Zers, I think it was 90 million, joined in that two-week span because of that iOS 14 update. Because you could add these board widgets and you could add this look to your phone and it just tremendously, they benefited from it. Okay, so this is an interesting one, maybe a little controversial, but we see a lot of conversation about pinning less. Now, some of you who are listening who are new to Pinterest are thinking, Kate, I hardly pin at all. That's great. You actually are set up probably for success better than other people who I saw the term aggressive pinning. So I still think that there's room for more pins to go out per day with the amount of content that you create, either new images or a writing blog post or having new products. But I do think this, there's this element where Pinterest is saying, creators, we want your products we want your content, but we don't want it 100 times a day. And I've been saying that for a while, but I think we're dropping down to where less is more and we have a greater span of time in between pins. I think that's going to take some testing. In fact, one of the things I'm going to try to do in January is 30 days of Pinterest. And I'm going to play around on the platform every day and I'm going to do as much as I can to see what's working, what's not working, which we do anyway. But because... I've been growing the company because I've been doing this podcast and a lot of other content creation. It takes me away from my own account. So I want to get in there and I want to ask those questions. Is pinning less more beneficial? So those are changes. I think um, shopping, making it easier, growth in those specific demographics of Gen Z, millennial and men and international and pinning less, I think these might be the new norms for 2021. This definitely won't be something that stays just in 2020. So the last question that we asked ourselves as we were writing this podcast was, what are the biggest changes on Pinterest in 2020 that have the potential for long lasting impact? One, the Today tab. We don't think that's going anywhere. We think that really is sticking around. And it's going to be a place where Pinterest still tries to connect with people. Uh, Number two, verified merchant program and other shopping features. I wouldn't be surprised over 2021 if we see even more shop features become easier. And the reason for this is twofold. One, they want to make it easier for people to buy products. But number two, they want to get more ad advertisers to use their platform, especially those who sell a product. So I'm going to take a little sidestep here and I'm going to explain something to you that happened to me over the month of November. I was on Pinterest, and of course, I was targeted by an ad for a solo stove. And when I clicked on the ad, it took me to a page, and it was broken, pretty much. It said, you can't buy on the site. You have to go to a retailer. And so I looked and figured out what were the retailers, and it said, my local REI. A week later, I still was thinking about this stove. By the way, it was a video ad. So if you have a product that you need to see, somebody to see in action like a fire pit, a video ad is your best bet. And we we can do video ads for you. We can do ads here at Simple Pins. So if you're listening and you're like, Kate, I don't want to deal with promoted pins. We have a full team dedicated to promoted pins. So you can email us simplepinmedia at gmail.com and we can get that taken care of. Or you can go onto the site and you can look at our services and look under promoted pins. So when it comes to this stove, I drove to REI. We're in the middle of the pandemic. So, you know, it takes a lot to get out of the house. No stove to be found. So I'm still thinking about this stove. And every time I open up Pinterest, I'm retargeted. And they are also retargeting me on other ads. So they're wicked smart when it comes to these. 
So then I tell somebody else, I tell my collective students and Melody, who's our marketing director, was on that call. And she was in Costco that next week and she took a picture. She's like, is this the stove you want? And I was like, yes, that is the stove I want. So I drove to Costco the next day and I'm looking all over and I can't find it. And I'm over by the freezer section, those of you who know Costco, and it's kind of like the hobble jobble section. I'm cruising along and there it is, the solo stove. And so in this moment, I'm trying to decide, do I want to buy this stove? That video ad was so cool. And lo and behold, I buy the stove. So I didn't necessarily buy off Pinterest, but here's what I did do. I searched out because that video ad was so compelling to me. I not only searched out where to find it, I told other people about it. And I'm now going to buy one for my dad for Christmas because I showed him the video from their website and he was super impressed with it. So all that to say, as an advertiser on Pinterest, especially those who are selling products, you really need to double down on these features of verified merchant or utilizing um, video pins or story pins. I think video pins and story pins are for sure going to stay. And I know a lot of people complain about story pins, but I want you to go listen to the podcast I did with both Aaron and Beth. They are using story pins and it is resulting in great direct traffic for them. And I want you also to remember that Pinterest still drives traffic. Whereas on Instagram, we're doing stories or we're doing things that don't really drive traffic all the time. So I get people complaining that it doesn't link. But I do see this as a credibility builder for you as a creator or a seller on Pinterest. And for us not to embrace these new features really says that we're going to be stuck for a while. So The last thing is inclusive updates and filtering systems to avoid misinformation. Man, 2020 is like the year of the conspiracy theory. Um, There were lots of different things being spread. And I know people have lots of different feelings about platforms really clamping down on those. Um, But I think it is important for um, Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube to really... um, I do think it's important for us to find a filtering system to help give people secondary information. Uh, So I'll leave that one there. But those are the big changes to 2020 that I think will have a lasting impact. The Today tab, the Verified Merchant Program, along with any other shopping features, and video and story pins. Those are the ones I think we're going to be talking about in 2021. So tell me, what is the biggest thing you've seen in 2020? How has your business grown as a result of using Pinterest in 2020? We would love to have you tag us on Instagram at Simple Pin Media and tell us what is it that worked for you in 2020? And then what are you hoping to leave behind in 2020? And what are you hoping to gain in 2021? We have a lot of links to these updates, to information as to when they came out, all these different changes that were rolled out. If you go to simplepinmedia.com slash 220, that's episode 220, head over there, you can get all the information plus our free keyword planner guide that I talked about in the beginning. Remember, this is a totally free gift from us to you. Go to simplepinmedia.com slash keyword or again, go to the podcast episode, simplepinmedia.com slash 220. With that, thanks so much for listening and we look forward to chatting with you in 2021.